0: You don't have to be perfect to begin, but you do have to be perfect in the end. You don't have to be perfect to begin, but you do have to be perfect in the end. We can get the Christian life wrong in one of two ways. One is thinking that I have to be perfect now. You see this in people who aren't ready to commit to following Christ until they get their whole life in order. They think they need to put themselves together and then they can start living a Christian life. I have so much going on. i got work, projects, i got kids, all these things. And once those start, once those settle down, then I'll start coming to Mass. Then I'll commit myself to following Christ. And that's backwards, right? The reality is we first commit to Jesus Christ, and then through Him we're able to put our lives in order. He helps us. He perfects us. The other way we get this wrong is to think that I'm fine just the way I am, and there's no need to grow. We see this in people who say things such as, everyone goes to heaven, and we ourselves, we can rationalize and excuse our sins and say things such as, oh, God doesn't care if I miss Mass. He doesn't care about this or that. We can get complacent and not do the hard work of striving for holiness. But that is wrong as well. Jesus clearly says today, Be perfect, as your Heavenly Father is perfect. He says in the Beatitudes, Blessed are the pure of heart, for they shall see God. And the letter to the Hebrews says, Strive for that holiness without which no one can see God. We must eventually, one way or another, reach God. Perfection. So there's a balance between despairing because we aren't perfect yet and complacency, on the other hand, because we're right with God and thinking that's good enough. That's what it means to be a healthy Christian, I think. That if I'm in a state of grace, friendship with God, yes, I can have peace, but also I should be grieved a little bit that I'm not yet who I should be. I'm not yet perfected. I should be convicted to pursue holiness. This is the same thing it's always been with me for sports, right? You know, like, I always wanted to be a better and better hockey player. Um, I didn't get bent out of shape because I wasn't like Wayne Gretzky, but I also wasn't complacent where I was. I wanted to become a better hockey player. And for me, as a priest, as a Christian, I constantly think I can be doing more and be doing better. I know I can. But also, don't get discouraged and bent out of shape because I'm not doing that well already. So I think that should be our attitude, not discouraged about our weaknesses and failures, but also striving to grow more and more. Again, you don't have to be perfect to begin, but you do have to be perfect in the end. Because only the perfect are in heaven. Only the perfected are. The saints make it to heaven. I like to use the analogy of outer space. If any of us right now just went up outside of our atmosphere into outer space, we would instantly die, right? We're not made for outer space. We couldn't adapt. That's why astronauts go up and they have the, the, the astronaut suits on and the oxygen and all that so they can survive. The same thing for heaven, the glory of heaven. None of us, maybe there's a few here, already sanctified perfected and ready for the eternal life of heaven Um, most of us we're not ready yet (laughs) we wouldn't be able to survive in heaven why because we're not transformed yet and we're not totally divinized and perfected and so we can say we can do this the easy way or we can do this the hard way probably have said that to your kids they're getting ready for bed like we can do this the easy way you can brush your teeth, and you can go to bed by yourself without complaining, or um, I'll, I'll make sure you do. And if you're misbehaving too much, it may end in a spanking. The easy way in this life for us is to be perfected in this life by the time we die. Those are the saints. Those are the ones who cooperated with God's grace that God gave them. As long as we are in a state of grace and in friendship with him, and then perfected in this life, that is what God desires for us, ultimately. But the hard way, the option is, is purgatory. God is so merciful, though he doesn't get rid of us if we're not perfected by the time we die. As long as we're in a state of grace and friendship with him, then he will do the rest even after we die. We passively undergo the fires of purgatory, purifying us, perfecting us, making us capable of being ready for heaven. I was thinking about this earlier, and I don't quite understand how our Protestant brothers and sisters don't believe in purgatory. It seems obvious that heaven is a state of perfect beatitude and glory, and that you need to be perfected, you need to be free of any attachment to the world, free of anything that would keep us from loving God fully and our neighbor fully as ourselves. And so if a person's not a saint by the time they die, how does a person go from that imperfect state to that state of perfection? Purgatory just seems like a logical consequence of that reality. But again, purgatory is plan B. By grace, we can be perfected in this life. And this is what God wants for us. This is what I want for myself. This is what I want for each and every one of you. But you also don't have to do it perfectly to become perfect. What do I mean by that? There's a temptation to think, I need to have all my children sitting next to me in Mass, perfectly silent, perfectly still for all Mass. That if they make a sound, okay, then I'm a failure and there's no way I'm going to be a saint. Or unless... I never sin, I'm not on the right track. But that's not the case. In fact, giving it our best effort, but even doing it imperfectly, is what is actually going to make us perfect in the end, and will make you a saint. Why? Because it will make you humble, it will make you compassionate and understanding, it will make you patient. It will cause you to rely on the Lord, realizing that you cannot do it on your own. Cause you to turn for, to Him and ask for His help. The way to heaven isn't always that straight shot. It isn't for anyone, right? I like to say it's like this. Oftentimes, two steps forward and one step back. Doing our best, but imperfectly, eventually will make you perfect. Do you know the prayer that will always get answered? The prayer that will always get answered by our Lord is this, Lord, purify me. Lord, make me perfect. Make me a saint. The only thing the Lord ultimately wants for you is your perfection, your sanctification. You won't always be granted good health. You won't always be granted good relationships. People you really love and care for may die way too early. You will not be granted always an easy life. But you will always receive what you need to become a saint. Think about it. Everything the Lord allows in your life is to purify you, is to perfect you, is to sanctify you, is to transform you. All of it will make you holy if you allow it to. And so God asks us to holy. He asks us to be perfect today. Therefore, he will give us the ability, the grace to be perfect if we ask for it. You need to ask for it, but if you do, he will grant it. St. Philip Neri, the great 16th century saint from Rome, every morning he would pray this prayer. He would say, Lord, keep your hands over Philip this day, for if not, Philip will betray you. Lord, keep your hands over me this day. Give me the grace. Otherwise, I know I will offend you. I know I will betray you. St. Aphonsus says, We are so poor that we have nothing, but if we pray, we are no longer poor. We, if we are poor, God is rich. Or from the Psalms, from the Liturgy of the Hours, we pray at every hour, God, come to my assistance, Lord, make haste to help me. God, come to my assistance, Lord, make haste to help me. Prayer is the most important thing. Lord, make me perfect, make me holy, make me desire what you desire. Lord, transform my heart. Take away my heart of stone, give me a heart of flesh. Transform my desires to desire what you want and not what I want. My friends, this Wednesday we begin the holy season of Lent. Every year the church gives us this spiritual, needed, kick in the shorts, motivation to rededicate ourselves to him, to repent. All of us, me included, need conversion of heart over and over again to seek holiness and perfection in our lives. You don't have to be perfect to begin. You don't even have to do it perfectly. But you have to be perfect in the end. And God will make you perfect because he desires your sanctification. Ask for his help, his grace. He will not withhold that grace because that is what he desires for you the most. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me.